What happens when the legendary coach Tom Osborne chooses you to lead his crew? We'll talk to that guy. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Derek Pearson. I'm DP from 93.7 The Ticket in Lincoln, America, and I apologize because I didn't know until just now how much that intro slaps. That is that is nice. Um, you're listening to Locked On Huskers, Locked On Go Big Red, and we appreciate you making this podcast your first stop, first watch, first listen each and every single day. We appreciate the folks from the Locked On Sports Network for letting us do this and bring this content to you. Great stuff all around. Uh, let's thank the folks from Bet Online. Uh, there's the interesting weeks, I mean, you can do the NFL stuff, but in this space, Big Ten numbers matter. Big Ten numbers matter. So if they said the, the over-under for Ohio State and Penn State is 61, where does your brain go? That's a thing that exists. If you said, uh, you know, Michigan State and, and Maryland, 55, that's the over-under. There's tons of odds. There's tons of props. All of that stuff is in place. Bet online where the game begins. Again, I'll take some time and ask you to subscribe, uh, get the alerts, share this content um, on a on a day by day basis. We we want this this stuff to reach. Um, let's bring in a three time national champion. Let's bring in a captain of those the fantastic Nebraska teams. One of Nebraska's finest. Uh, he's put in the work. He's got the longevity. And he's the unofficial mayor of Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> like, don't let don't let him fool you. Rashad Jackson joins us, brother. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. Hey, let's go like to high school where you start to begin to know. You know what? I can play football at a high level, and then at what point does Nebraska come into the picture, and how? Uh, it started my freshman year. You know, my big brother, one of the things he would do is say, if I get good grades, he would take me to Nebraska football school. So it started my freshman year. I got good grades. He paid for it. Back then, it, it, you know, $290 is a lot of money. Right. And um, <clears throat> I came to school. And back then, you was banging. They, they, Nebraska coaches didn't care about all that. They wanted to right. see which high schoolers could go one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So I remember Troy Dumas. Great Troy Dumas played for Kansas City Chiefs, um, played for us, great safety. I was a freshman. He was a senior. We are both at the same class, school, Nebraska school, football school. And he was destroying people. I'm talking levitating them off the ground. And I remember, I don't know what if it was Coach Steele or one of the coaches was like, well, who's not scared of this Troy Dumas character? I'm like, you know, I was a freshman. I'm like, I'll go against him. And I never forget it. We were doing this, you know, the sideline drill. To yep. see, you know, don't you can't step out of bounds. So right. I had to tackle him. And let me tell you something. I went 100 miles an hour, and it was a collision. He trucked me, but I got him down, and I felt good about that. And that was the start. Coach still took me to the bus station to go back home. He told me, you know, for a freshman, you got a big heart. And uh, I told him I'll be back here in four years. And so I came back to football school, I think my senior year um, had a great deal, had a great, great season. But I think my freshman year is when they kind of was like, we got to look out for this guy. And then the fact that I didn't play on a good football team, but I still was second in the state in rushing, I think they had to look at that. I was 215 pounds. 
Um, I was a four six guy, and I was just a hard nosed football player. I, I loved to run the ball, but I would get mad when they knew all of our plays. Like you know, the, the teams knew every play we ran. Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing I'll say. Omaha public school football is the worst in the country. The worst. We have the worst coaches. They're gonna be so mad at you. I don't care. <laughs> the worst facilities. Mm. Uh, uh, it's it's bad. Okay, it's bad. And we need to change that. It's kind of Scott Frost-ish, if okay. you will. Okay? okay. There's there's things that we're teaching these boys that you wouldn't teach them on any level. And so you got to look at the public school system. You wonder why there's not very many. When was the last time an Omaha public school kid got a scholarship to go to Nebraska? I'm not talking Bellevue West. Right. I'm not talking Miller South, Miller North. I'm talking Omaha public school system. Omaha North, Omaha South, uh, 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 Omaha Benson. Uh, 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 Omaha Central. I went to the Central Benson football game. There's not a player on their team that I like, and, and I think it's coaching. So okay, so it's coach. Yeah, uh, that's no, 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 the next no, no, question. No. Live in Pyfram, son Caleb Pyfram, who I had to I, I helped train that young man mm -hmm. and who is going to be a phenom, but he does not know how to play football because the coaches don't know how to play football. They're doing things that they shouldn't be doing in Omaha public school system. We will give a, a, a science teacher who's never played football a head coaching job. I mean, I'm not saying that he can't do it, but if he ain't never played football, how good is he really going to be? Do you do you have any interest in having a job like that? I would love to coach Omaha public schools because it would give me a chance to be able to give back. Mm -hmm. um, it would give me a chance. I know the the landscape, you know, the 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 – the parents know who I am. They would send right. their kids to me right. based on not just the fact that I play football in Nebraska, but based on the fact that they know I know what I'm doing when it comes to football. They know I know how to draw the most out of these young men. And then I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna give in to the peer pressure of allowing kids to walk around me with their pants sagging, allowing kids to walk around cussing and fussing and doing stuff that's so disrespectful, talking to grown people in a manner that would never fly. I would never accept that type of, of mentality. And I know coaches, there's former players out here that would love to be high school football coaches. Now's Paul coaches for Omaha North. You wonder why they're really good. But if now's Paul, a, a draft pick for the Washington commanders, mm -hmm. a phenom played for nine, 10 years out of position, mind you, Mm -hmm. tight end, mm -hmm. comes back. Don't you think he should have a better role? He ain't even a position coach. How do we justify that? You wouldn't think – you you don't think that he could be an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator on a high school level? Well, he played on several teams and several systems, so there's knowledge and there's expectation there. Um, we'll put a pin there because we have a lot to cover. Um, and as we talk about former Huskers, uh, there's a little bit of a, of, of a spectrum on fan base and what they think of former Huskers being involved. I want to talk about former Huskers around the program, and then we'll talk about the legend. We'll talk about Tom Osborne and your relationship with him and the lessons that he taught. Uh, we'll toward the break. We'll thank the folks from Bet Online uh, where, the, where the game begins. Uh, I think the next question will be about the call, the conversation with Tom Osborne, about whether you were going to be a Husker. Well, I'll ask that question when we come back.
Welcome back to Locked On Huskers on the Locked On Sports Network. And again, we thank the folks from Bet Online. Um, I think that for the for the options for people that like to consider those in-game props and those in-game odds, it's a great spot for you. Um, whether it's it's players in the game, whether it's who scores first, halftime leads, if you want to break it down to second half, that sort of deal, you can do all of that. Uh, on betonline.ag. Uh, again, like, subscribe, share this content. Um, good stuff all the way around. Rashawn Jackson, the captain, uh, three-time national champion. You you went through the recruiting process, but Nebraska wasn't the the the, the normal favorite. Take us through your commitment to Nebraska and who, who got bypassed. Yeah, quite naturally, you know, I mean, since I was, can remember, I wanted to be a Husker, um, but you know, that's not always in the wheelhouse. So I was wanted to go, I just wanted to go to school for free. I wanted to get out of the projects. You know what I'm saying? Have an opportunity to maybe go to the league and help my mom, my family, you know, but my biggest thing was just getting the heck out of the projects. And my goal was Nebraska. I promise you, I wanted to go, but it was what it was to me. I mean, if I go to Iowa, you know, Iowa, Hayden Fry, Coach Triplett, they love me. Nebraska liked me. <laughs> Iowa loved me. Yeah. K-State loved me. They was like, yeah. you're going to be a big back. We want you. You're going to start as a freshman. Iowa wanted me to come in early. They love me. I love Nebraska. I didn't love Iowa. I liked them, but I didn't love them. So here we are in the recruiting process. Um, I'm I'm scheduled to go on my recruiting trip, my official, to Iowa. It's down to maybe a week before signing day. So I'm going to go on my recruiting trip. We're going to see the Fab Five. They they were going to lay out the red carpet for me, let me know they really wanted me. And that Friday, Scott Frost had a press conference where he announced that he was not going to go to the University of Nebraska and he was going to go to Stanford. I'll never forget it. And so when he announced that he was going to Stanford, Coach Solich called me. And he said, we got one scholarship left, and we want to take you with that one. And I'm like, okay. Because uh, I know I was going on a recruit trip at a basketball game. And I'm like, okay. Um Heck yeah, coach. I want I, I want to go. I want to go. Definitely, coach. He was like, congratulations. Welcome to the family. Boom, we get off the phone. So now my big brother I told you about. So now I'm like, but I want to go to my recruiting trip to Iowa. They got the – he's like, it ain't right. He was like, you don't need to step up the plate and you don't need to call Iowa and tell them what you did. And I'm like, this was a grow moment. This was a man moment for me. And I'm like, because I didn't want to do it. I really I, – I felt like Iowa – courted me for so long and they, they showed me a good time for so long that I felt bad to not just go. And so I remember I called Solis first and I said, hey coach, can I at least go to my recruiting trip to Iowa? Back then it was the wire, whatever this wire was. Yeah. I don't know what the wire is, but Coach Solis straight up was like, yeah, you go to Iowa, we pull in the scholarship. I and I'm like, that. I guess I ain't going to Iowa then. Click. How about so then that? I, I, I don't know how Dave Triplett, who was the running backs coach at the time, found out. He said the wire. He called me on the phone at school. He said, hey, man, I heard that you uh, committed to Nebraska. And, you know, I'm uh, 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 uh. And he's like, uh, he's like, look, man, 
Don't do nothing. I'll be there. Now, I'm supposed to go on my recruiting trip. He drove up. My big brother was like, the whole time, he's like, yeah, you're going to have to tell him. I'm like, dang. So at the end of the game, he came. You know, we talking. And he was like, and he used to go to all my games. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, uh, did you did you commit? And I'm like, yes, sir, I committed. And he was like, look, man, I'm happy for you, man. He was like, it was a long shot for us getting you from Nebraska anyway. And he said, I appreciate you being honest with me. Thanks for manning up. Check, baby, check, baby. That's what he said to me, check, baby, check, baby. Like, okay, this is what's in play. Uh, here's what's there. When you your first engagement with Coach Osborne, what's on the table? My first engagement with Coach Osborne was when he came and in, in, in came to the projects and the gang members told him where I lived at. And 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 I had my entire family in the house, and I don't think I asked one question. Everybody in the house was asking questions but me. You know what I'm saying? I think I was outside somewhere while he was in the house talking to my family. I'm outside with the people outside. So, but no, but no, the when Coach Osborne came, um, the fact that he was able to hold the room with all these black folk, okay, because it was it was him, black folk. It was, it was a room, yeah. Yeah, it was a room. The fact that he was not scared to come to Vietnam projects. What at the time, if you really know and understand the 90s, it was gang infested and it was bad. Mm -hmm. But he when he came into my living room, he did not tell me I had a position at Nebraska. He told me what I can expect. I, you can expect to get a scholarship. You can expect to get a free education. I'm not going to tell you you're going to play. You can expect to work hard. You can expect those things. But he never promised me anything. He promised me an opportunity that if I worked hard at Nebraska, I would play. That's all he said. If you work hard here, you will play. And I look at that. I look at the fact that when I wasn't playing, he came to me and said, hey, Coach Osborne, that is. Well, do you want to play or do you want to ride the bench? Coach, I want to play. He said, well, we want to move you to tight end. Now, I'm thinking, Coach, I'm six foot. I wear 34. How's that going to look? How, what's that going to look like, a six-foot tight end? How did they know I could block? How did Coach know that? Well, he's, for, Coach, he's Coach Osborne. The cupboards were bare, okay? We had nothing but young guys. Tim Carpenter, who mm -hmm. played fullback two, had moved. Uh, Sheldon Jackson, young guy, wasn't ready. And he said, we got to have somebody be able to block on the perimeter. So that's how I initially went to tight end because they said, we know Vershawn can block, but can he catch? You know, is he, is he going to be a guy that can bring the plays in? Did we ever get an answer to that question? Well, <laughs> yeah, I could catch all the way into my senior year. With my mom passed. It, I don't know what it was. It, and I told Coach Brown this today when I was at the university. I said, Coach, you didn't do a good job of teaching me how to catch the ball, man. <laughs> We're going to throw it to break there. More stories about the legendary Coach Tom Osborne. When we come back to Lockdown Huskers, again, another shout-out and great appreciation for the folks at Bet Online. Uh, Northwestern and Iowa, the over-under is 36 and a half. I think me and Vershawn could get 37 just showing up now. Um, but all of that is the stuff that's available for you. Again, on Bet Online, where the game starts.
Welcome back to Locked On Huskers and Locked On Go Big Red. We appreciate the folks from Locked On Sports for, for allowing us to carry this content to you. We thank the folks from betonline.ag. I think the number that we're talking about here, Rutgers in Minnesota, plus 40. Plus 40. And I expect it a lot. Maybe the weather is going to be a thing. But you can check it all out at betonline.ag, where the game begins. Rashawn Jackson, first let's ask, the vo- when, you he- when you hear – Coach Osborne's voice in your head. What do you hear? What's he saying to you? Uh, do what I tell you to do. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people have. <laughs> do it fast. Oh. You know, be disciplined. Do it fast. I, I I mean, it's just work on work on being perfect. You'll never be perfect, but work on being perfect. I think, you know, people always say, oh, perfect. You know, perfect is not anybody's repertoire what they will be but you can strive to be perfect if if if, to me i think you can be perfect because i think if if i know i got to step with my right foot 100 of the time the one time that i don't step with my right foot guess what coach osborne says step with your right foot yeah rashana (laughs) step with the wrong foot here and i'm like coach what about the times that i step with the right foot he didn't care how many times you got it right he cared about the one time you got it wrong so that you won't get it wrong again. You'll get it right. So, Coach, I, 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 I find if I've seen you two together and it's just fascinating. I wish more folks got to see the engagement between you and Coach and you and the, those Husker teams because that's important. Uh, the Huskers, a seven point underdog against Illinois. Um, what are the keys? Give me three keys to the game for the folks who are, who are listening. Uh, number one, stop the run. You got to stop the run, you got to make it one dimensional. Um, and, and you're going to have to fly around to the ball. You're going to have to have 11 hats on the ball, and you got to wrap this kid up. Chase Brown is good. He is really good. I think, number two, you got to get pressure on the quarterback. You know, um, this kid is a 24-year-old. He's been in, he's been around for a long time. So it's just like the, the, the kid from, from O'Connell from Purdue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you give the guy a chance, he's going to pick you apart, and it's going to be death by a 1,000 paper cuts. Right. you got to get off the field on third down. Lastly, we have got to establish the run game. Yant, Grant, uh, Ramirez, we have got to get the ball to them at least minimum 35 times. I think it is all of that's fair and true. The big boys are going to have to show up Saturday afternoon uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, the linebacker play is critical and crucial um, with, with Chase Brown and, and the way he gets down. But I think another thing is, I watched three teams light up the middle of the back uh, the back four for for Illinois. There's an opportunity for Trey just to sit out, sit 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 down in the gap and and outrun the coverage. But that's what we're going to watch on Saturday. That's why we're going to pay attention. I want to thank y'all for hanging out with us here on Locked On Huskers podcast. Uh, Locked On Go Big Red. We appreciate the folks from Locked On Sports Network. Uh, Rashawn Jackson, if you would, kind sir, those three words we love so much. Go Big Red.